0: Hi, welcome to Diversity in the D. I'm your host, Anna, and this is my co-host. Peace And I'm going to start us out with the Ethan Crumbly update on, because, you know, his Miller tri- trial was today and everything, so it's figured I'd fill in some gaps on what happened with that. Okay, a forensic psychiatrist testified Friday that Ethan Crumbly told her he attempted suicide in the month before murdering four fellow students at Oxford High School because he didn't want to move on with his life. The team reported taking eight. To ten allergy pills in an attempt to harm himself, the hearing concluded Friday, the judge in the case expected to issue a written ruling in the coming weeks and then schedule a formal sentence after that. Knacker t- testified that on the Crumbly's 15th birthday, he got upset and told his parents, I want to see a therapist. His parents, the first in America to be charged with a crime to, in a school shooting, did not arrange an appointment. When Crumbly was in elementary school and living in the state of Washington, he heard his mother yelling on the phone. In the middle of the night, Jennifer Crumbly told Ethan that his dad was at a waterfall threatening to commit suicide. Ethan Crumbly was put on the phone with his dad, crying, telling him to come home and not to kill himself. Another time, Crumbly testified, taking half of one of his mom's sleeping pills and wound up in the driveway walking in shorts, saying he was seeing somebody. He never saw a doctor for these. Okay, psychiatrist. Crumbley did not display psychosis during massacre. The psychiatrist testified earlier that Crumbley was not hallucinating when he shot up Oxford High School in 2021, nor was he hearing any voices telling him to hurt people. Crumbley, who was 15 at the time, shot and killed four fellow students on November 30th, 2021, and wounded seven other people at, at the school. He pleaded guilty to all the charges against him. Anniker testified that the teenager never displayed any signs of being psychotic in the days, weeks, and months after the shooting, nor had he ever been prescribed an anti medication. Just because Crumbly reported hearing voices and seeing demons, that doesn't mean he was psychotic, said Anniker, knowing that Crumbly was fascinated by the supernatural, was left home alone as a child and watched horror movies, so his imagination as a child was heightened. <laughs> Crumbly knew right from wrong when he carried out the shooting, and that he, was ment- he wasn't mentally—he was mentally ill. And then there was a battle of the therapists. Anaker testified that Crumley does not meet the state's legal defi- definition of mental illness, maintaining that being depressed or anxious does not take make one psychotic. Her testimony clashed with that of defense psychologist Colin King, who last week testified that Crumbly had depression marked by severe psychosis and stated in a report that the defendant is, without question, someone who is mentally ill. She evaluated Crumbly on March 15, 2022, and included that he did not meet the criteria for having a substan- substantial disorder, specifically on the day of the shooting. A manifesto made Crumbley on the eve of the shooting showed he was mentally ill in the videotape. Crumbly says, I am the demon. Crumbly understood the nature of what he was doing. I can absolutely understand how it would be difficult to imagine how a sane person would commit mass murder. Anna Kerr testified, but the research does show us that mental illness does not account for most of the violence in our country. As for Crumbly's action on the day of the shooting, she concluded, he was criminally responsible and he understood the nature of what he was doing. A teenager should be sentenced to life without parole for killing four students and injuring six others at Oxford High School. Under questioning by Lofton, an Anna agreed that Crumbly told her he had planned the shooting in his head, but never, never thought he would get this far. But when he got the gun that his parents bought him as an early Christmas present, the ideals of doing it kept coming up, she testified. Okay. Lofton then asked Annika about a statement that Crumley made that he felt like his thoughts to commit to shooting was a prophecy of my future and I had to fulfill it. Annika recalled the statement but said Crumbly never told her that he committed the shooting because he was a prophecy. He told me that he had been thinking about this for months and months. When I asked him specifically why did this happen, he didn't refer to a prophecy, Annaker testified. Crumbly's thoughts of committing the shooting started to wane. But when he came home on the eve of the shooting, he had an argument with his parents, and his father called him lazy. At that point, Crumbly told Annicka that thoughts of the shooting came back and good feelings he had experienced walking home from school the day were gone. Crumbly also told her that he was firing his gun, he was looking at his hand, not the people he was shooting. After he shot a classmate, Justin Schilling, in a bathroom, Crumbly told Anaker that he told a second classmate that he could go and thought, What have I done? anniker confirmed that Crumbly told her that after he killed Chilling, he unloaded the gun, put it on top of the trash can, and saw police and surrendered. The classmate who fled into the bathroom after Chilling was shot was Keegan Gregory, now sixteen. He previously testified that he had been squatting on a toilet in the bathroom when Crumley came in and eventually ordered Schilling to come out of the stall they were hiding in and shot them shot him. Gregory testified that the shooter then came back into the stall and motioned for him to come out, a signal for him to go to by Schilling's body. When he got a chance, Gregory testified he ran from the bathroom. Lofton pressed Anna Kerr to explain Crumbly's hallucinations, how he saw demons throwing bowls in the house, her toilets flushing, saw clothes flying off the walls, and heard voices, all of which he wrote in text messages to a friend of his parents. Anna Kerr had previously testified that Crumbley's childhood hallucinations weren't about psychosis, but as a result of him being left at home, watching horror movies and his fascination with the supernatural. But Lofton wasn't having it. You mean to tell me when he's hearing voices, seeing demons, hearing toilets flush, then he must have been watching scary movies. That's why he's reporting that. But Anaker stuck to her position that Crumley does not suffer from psychosis and knew what he was doing during before and after the shooting. He specifically told me he was not psychotic or hallucinating. Anaker testified I don't think he was lying. Lofton then asked Anaker about the inner voices that Crumley said. Or in his head. It is normal that a 15 year old boy has a voice in his head telling him to kill. Lofton asked. No, it's not normal, Anniker said, but it's not psychotic. How Crumbly behaved after his arrest. Crumbly, Crumbly also told her that he was firing his gun when he was looking at his hands, not the people that he was shooting. The prosecution also showed two videos of Crumbly. A brief clip of him in the back of the patrol vehicle and a video of him sitting in a chair in the corner of an interview room. Crumbly was not moving around a lot in the cruiser. And in the video of him in the interview room, she said Crumbly showed no signs of psychosis. A video of Ethan Crumbly in custody the day he carried out a school shooting at Oxford High School in the Oakland County courtroom. She determined that he did not and also followed commands and remained quiet and calm. Crumbly sitting in a chair. He wiggles his feet on the floor, making a squeaking sound. The police official come in and tells Crumbly, just wait a few minutes, okay? Crumbly nods. An officer comes in and tells Crumbly to stand up and turn around. Crumbly complies. An officer asks Crumbly, Crumbly if he's right or left-handed, and Crumbly answers. Anniker testified that Crumbly follows commands. In the video, which was captured a short time after the shooting, Crumbly can be seen sitting down and taking his shoes off when told to do so. Kick your right foot out to me, an officer says. Crumbly does. Then extends his left foot when told to do so. An officer asks, what's your name? Ethan Crumbly replies, followed by his last name when asked. Anniker testified that Crumbly was responding relevantly. He's paying attention. Before the shooting, Crumbly stuffed toilet paper in his ears and made multiple trips to the bathroom where he loaded gun. Anniker testified that the fact that Crumbly had a multi-step process before the shooting that the capacity of, for planning and also delay said someone overwhelmed with psychosis would often wouldn't be able to wait, so his capacity to delay was significant. Annika testified it was very planned. Carrie McDonald said that she had dedicated her life to children and she believes in treating kids like kids, showing compassion and helping people around to avoid the criminal justice system. I believe it is rare person could be labeled horribly corrupt, especially when that individual individual is a juvenile," she said. McDonald said asking the court to sentence a seventeen-year-old to life without parole for a crime he committed when he was fifteen was the last place I thought I would be, and it was the last place I want to be. But that's what she did. Telling the judge the prosecution has looked at and considered the facts, data, research, and most importantly, the truth. Having done that, McDonald told the judge, "I'm standing here today, and I'm asking you to sentence him to a life without parole." Sentence. She said the evidence shows that Crumbly extensively planned the crime, including searching for a map of the school, researching about the death penalty, learning firearm discipline, and writing his plan over and over again. Annika noted that Crumbly was not moving around a lot in the, in the cruiser, and in the video of him in the interview room, she said Crumbly st- showed no signs of psychosis. McDonald said the prosecution agrees Crumbley's parents neglected him, that he was isolated and that his parents told a school counselor that they didn't have time to take their son for help. We can feel compassion, but we can also fashion an appropriate sentence, McDonald said. She said the court hasn't heard much about whether the defendant can be rehabilitated rehabilitated and said the process is imperfect. Well she agrees that juveniles have an increased capacity to change. McDonald said Crumley has shown a desire to commit disturbing acts, including talk about wanting to drown children and torturing a baby bird. McDonald again described the rampage through the school step-by-step step as explaining the shooting and what classmates were injured and killed. This included Madison Baldwin, who McDonald said crumbly shot at point-blank range as she crouched on the ground, curled into a ball with her hands cuffed over her head. His classmates, she said, were innocents. They were helpless, McDonald said, like the birds. In the defense's final argument, in trying to spare their client life in prison, Lofton began her closing argument by citing the teenager's the teenage shooter's own words and expressed in text message to a friend in his journal. I feel like I'm in a time loop of sadness. I hate myself. I barely made it through ninth grade mentally. Then I made it to tenth grade, and I fully lost control. I'm at my breaking point. Ethan was at his breaking point, and no one stepped in, argued Lofton, who laid much blame on Crumbly's parents, saying they knew their son was troubled but never got him help. In the weeks leading up to the shooting, Lofton said, Crumbly was spiraling, alone, and depressed. He was failing almost all his subjects. He's had alone at lunch. He, his only entrusted friends had left, Lofton said. He was hallucinating. He was hearing voices. He was suicidal. He was anxious. Prosecutors are making their case that Crumbly, a teenager, should be sentenced life without parole for killing four students and injuring six others at Oxford High School in 2021. And he cried out for help, Lofton said, but no one listened. As Lofton noted, Crumbly wrote on a mass sheet on the day of the shooting, The thoughts won't stop. Help me. The world is dead. My life is useless. But his parents, who were summoned to school over the note, didn't didn't him the, didn't him home that day, but rather went back to their jobs. Ethan was low, overlooked, Lofton argued. Ethan, in his own way, was crying out for help, still went unnoticed. He sat there. His parents didn't greet him or touch him. There was no question at that point that no one cared about him, Lofton argued, repeating the prosecutor's own word at the, his parents' preliminary exam. Lofton portrayed James and Jennifer Crumley as selfish and uncaring parents who often left their son home alone at a very early age, argued consistently, yelled accusations of affairs at one another, drank excessively, and left a troubled child to cope with his fears by himself. It was clearly obvious that he was not okay, Lofton said, stressing his parents didn't embrace him. You know what they did? They bought him a weapon. Lofton also blasted his parents over their actions on the day of the shooting. As hundreds of parents drove way above the speed limit to make sure their kids were still alive, here's what his parents did. His dad went home to check out, check for a gun. His mom texted him, don't do it, Lofton said. They knew he was in a crisis. Lofton's closing arguments intentionally echoed the same arguments made by prosecution in the voluntary case against the parents who are charged with involuntary manslaughter for buying their son a gun instead of getting him help, then failing to inform the school about it when they were summoned over his troubling behavior before the shooting. Lofton lashed out at the prosecution during her closing and accused them of contradicting themselves on the issue of mental illness. Specifically, she said the prosecution, in seeking to hold the parents responsible for the deaths of four students, maintained that Crumbleys ignored a mentally ill son and brought him a gun instead of getting him help but in trying to sentence Crumbly to life without parole, the prosecution had maintained he is not mentally ill. You can't stand in two different courtrooms and argue two different things, said Lofton, who maintains her client has long suffered from mental illness and that if someone had intervened, the shooting may have been prevented. Lofton also argues that Crumbly can change his life and deserves the opportunity. We ask that you give Ethan the chance to show that he will do good things with, with this time. There's no expert opinion that says he can't be rehabilitated. Ethan has to prove himself. He must show the parole board that he has changed. If he doesn't, she added, he will not get out. He is not expecting to issue a decision immediately, the Judge, that will come in writing at some point in the coming weeks. He will schedule a formal sentence hearing for after that. The teen's parents, James and Jennifer Crumbley, are the first parents in America charged in a school shooting facing involuntary manslaughter charges. They bought their son a gun, ignoring signs that he needed help, prosecutors say. They were to have the charges thrown out as pending before the Michigan Supreme Court. The students claimed were Schilling, 17, Myra 16, Baldwin, 17, and Hannah, St. Jul- Juliana, 14. And that's the what happened in the trial today.
1: Okay. That. That's, I mean, that doesn't make sense to me at all. They say, what well, she's saying, oh, well, a second chance. I mean, we got to look at a second chance. I mean, <sighs> I ain't seen, I ain't, I'm not trying to be funny. I don't see too many, I don't see too many people of the opposite getting a second chance on things like that. So why would he get a second chance? I mean, I'm just being, I'm calling a spade a spade because for the simple fact, they bought the kid a, a gun. First and foremost, who the hell buys that kid a damn gun? Obviously, he told them what he was going to do. They didn't, they didn't do nothing about it. They let him go to school and let him do it. So if you're a parent and you can't control your own kid, then there's something wrong with it. That kid, it, come on now. I mean, I know a lot of parents can't do, do do too much of anything about certain things, but that kid is in your house every day, every night, all things you could have bought. You could have bought him a shirt, a jacket, some shoes, a watch, a chain. <laughs> you buy him a weapon, an underage kid, a weapon. So, therefore, like uh, I don't, uh, they get they they getting they getting the best of what if I was a judge they wouldn't manslaughter. Hell no, I'm gonna give y'all a conspiracy to murder because uh, if he already talking about he got damn back crazy and the person said that he's not damn crazy, he just lack of tension. But I feel that they have more in. And doing into that crap than what people are saying. Because if he was that bad off about feeling that type of way, he would have killed them first. Simple as that. He would have killed them first.
0: And the day that they were called of the shooting to the school, they should've they should've took his ass to a fucking therapist and They should have
1: beat his ass first. That too. <laughs> they should have beat his ass and then took him somewhere. I would took him to get locked up just go ahead and get locked up and talk to somebody all that just sitting talking to them people don't don't always work they ass in there with those other people that's really crazy like it's really crazy crazy as hell we sit you in that little ass room it ain't nothing in that room but you you just got to be looking
0: like well, I said his mom was too busy playing with her goddamn horses and having an affair and the dad
1: Lord knows the hell he was doing
0: all right so
1: but just because she out there humping on every damn thing, the daddy humping on every damn thing, don't mean by the damn kid no gun. So them, them poor little kids lose their life. Hey, forgive me. Forgive me, y'all, for what I'm about to say. But I got to keep it with a buck. Instead of him taking that out on those poor kids, it should have been took out on them. And them horses and every damn thing else. Sorry to say, y'all bought an underage kid a gun. And then y'all just talking about that, that should be another charge.
0: Well, I feel bad for the boy, but I don't feel that bad where he can go and in take innocent children's life because he's all. neglected. Okay, that's that's a crotch goblin, okay.
1: A lot of a lot of kids been neglected. They ain't going shooting up damn schools. Come on man.
0: If you're feeling some type of way, there's tons of hotlines out there. There's there's hotlines.
1: You get good. unless all your family dead on both sides. If you feel neglected, go talk to somebody on the other side of the damn family. Damn they're gonna take it no nothing else out on nobody else Them no kids was just trying to get their education but it's but this damn dope fiend ass parents running around buying guns and like man get the hell out of here they ain't take the boy out of the damn school because wasn't it dead before wasn't it wasn't it did after the mama went up to the damn school
0: yeah after she had went up there after the school had called him, after they found him scribbling weird shit in a notebook
1: but she done took his ass out of this school right then and there so they got all they got all everything to do with they if they charge him for all murders they should get charged for murder too i ain't trying to hear no manslaughter
0: and he, he he said i am i'm a demon okay you're a demon keep your demon ass at home and do other shit than killing other people because then people are innocent you have no right to take life
1: and he feel like that. It's a lot of it's a lot of babies that've been killed by their parents because they think they're kids. when he talked about he a damn demon, I'm surprised they ain't took his out. it's just crazy, man. With Lord have mercy Jesus. And and when I say that, Lord have mercy Jesus, don't spare them nothing. Not him or his parents.
0: Yeah, I can't wait till his parents go on. I hope they throw the whole damn book on him. And I'm glad. I'm glad that they may they are making a mockery of his parents because his parents should be held accountable
1: with him yeah they bought the gun what he was 15 at the time yeah he can't go in there he can't go nowhere about no gun.
0: <laughs> like hey my kid's acting out so i'm gonna buy him a gun right
1: right, right. That, that, that's why i was getting at the get going oh well he acting an ass he said he's a demon he hearing crazy crap and all this let me go buy him a gun that'll make it oh okay right he drawing satanic pictures and crap like oh let me go buy him a gun
0: and all of michigan yes, parents right. aren't messed up i just want to say that because yeah. if my kids came to me and be like it's hey, just
1: a dope it's just a dope piece
0: i'm a demon okay the first thing i'm gonna think with the way kids are acting today and killing parents and doing all kinds of shit i would done a minute my kid okay obviously that kid needs help
1: but she's a better version than me you know don't me you're, a, you're a kid come telling me you're a demon all right i'm gonna get the god out of your ass
0: I'm thinking that kid might come lash out on me or something. I mean, I'm not gonna keep that kid in that home. I'm gonna get it the help that it needs. like
1: well, they wouldn't have bought a gun that was damn kid,
0: and there's two parents in the home. It's not like he was in a single parent house where there's two of them. Two of you can't look after a kid like two two parents like Come on now, that's just pathetic. You guys shouldn't have the goddamn kid in the first place. If you guys can't even keep eye on the kid, you leave them home all the time. I mean, what is more important than your kids?
1: They creep the sessions.
0: Yeah. Obviously, they they weren't adult enough to have kids. That's just what it is. That's what's
1: Want to have kids? Then get to the creeping on each other. That don't even makes sense.
0: And then you're crying. Ooh, Ooh, hoo, 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 hoo. you should have hoo, 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 when you went and bought a gun for a kid that was telling you that he's not all there. He needs help.
1: If you buy a kid a gun, period, you crazy. You bat shit crazy out of your mind. Why you buying a kid a gun when they doing all the murders, period?
0: It's just craziness. It's too much damn craziness in this world.
1: That shows you that Grown people ain't grown no more. They about dumb as hell.
0: Well, I think that's all we really have to say on that case.
1: And rest in peace to those babies that lost their life because somebody else decided not to be parents. Right. Them are,
0: they're the ones that's film the most of this because they, they were doing the right thing. They were being parents. They sent their kids to school that day so the kids could get an education, and this is what happened. A boy with parents that are not all there gets called to the school saying, your, your kids are acting up, this is what we found, you need to get them help, he decides to leave their kids in school. Okay, tame your crotch goblin, take him to a therapist, don't him around all these other kids that are trying to succeed in life.
1: Yeah, lock him up. All that sitting with therapists don't work. Lock they ass up. That's what's wrong with people. Lock your kid up. If your kid is batshit crazy, lock him up. And
0: ward him to the state. Do something.
1: Because for the simple fact, the hell. They said, the hell with him. He said, the hell with them. And I'm surprised that school didn't call the police and have him arrested.
0: Well, I guess a lot of the parents of the students are suing the school because the school should yeah, That's what to do should have kicked him out the school should not let him stay in that school that day which and it's scary it's scary when you have kids that go to school these days you don't want to send them because you don't know what kids are out there that are doing this little crotch goblins you don't know so it's like being a parent these days it's hard it's hard and I am so glad that all my kids are out of school because I do not have to worry every day if my kids going to go to school and be harmed. Something has to really be done about these kids and guns. It I is-
1: still got to worry about it. But for the crazy part about it, the crazy part about it, and it's, it's crazy. It don't even happen in where you expect it to happen. It don't happen in the hood. It happened in suburban areas. Mm-hmm. So that tells you. Yeah, that, that tells you a lot.
0: These are spoiled little rotten brats, little crotch goblins that don't get their way, or they don't get enough attention. And
1: their parents scatter their asses,
0: and their parents are too busy doing God knows what to pay attention to what the how their little crotch goblins are doing. And this is what happens. It's like, come on now, us as a society need to start raising. These kids are our future. These kids are the future. Okay, we have to start teaching these kids a little bit better. We have to start paying attention to what these kids are doing. You know, you don't know what them kids that lost their lives could have eventually been. One could have been a senator. One could have been the next president. But their lives were cut, cut way too short because some little crotch goblin had this ulterior motive that he was a demon. And his parents were paying enough attention and blah, 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 blah. So he decides to take it out on everybody else which one, is a damn shame
1: one of the kids could have been somebody that saved one of their lives could have been a doctor that saved one of their lives one of these days. yeah so rest anything? in peace to to those babies shout out to their parents sorry for y'all loss hope y'all get the perfect justice because i'm with y'all
0: yeah rest in peace to all the ox, ox for school shooting victims and People that survived and had to go through a traumatic, traumatic yeah, experience. poor
1: baby's gonna be scarred for the rest of their life for that too.
0: Yeah, my heart goes out to all of you. And on that note, I just want to say thank you to all our listeners. We really appreciate you. If you like what you hear, please don't forget to subscribe, like, follow, and comment. We are also available on the following platforms: Amazon Music, Spotify, Google Podcasts, YouTube, and more. Our Facebook page is Diversity in the D. Our email is d at gmail.com. Thanks again to our listeners. Without you, there's no us. We are also no, now on Instagram at the I hope you guys have a great Friday.